time to thrive. Welcome to the Thrivology Podcast with Dr. Lee Bauckham. Join us as we explore ways that you can thrive in your life, regardless of what life throws at you. It's your life. Time to live it. Hey, this is Lee Bauckham, and this is the Thrivology Podcast, the podcast designed to help you thrive no matter what life throws your way. And the way we're working towards that right now is by putting tools in your Thrive Toolbox. As you know, I created the Thrive Principles book. The Thrive Principles are 15 strategies for how to thrive in life. And after I finished that book, and now it's been out and I've been talking with people, some people said, you know, I would like just a collection of the tools, the best ways that I can make sure that I keep moving towards a thriving life. So we've been going through those. Last week was a really simple one about breathing. And if you haven't listened to that, please listen to that. It's a kind of a foundational tool in my estimation. Today, uh, we're using another tool. And this tool is a way of thinking about something and adding something back into your life. I always think about these three areas in life where we have goals and we have systems, which is what we're going to talk about today, and we have habits. And what I find interesting is that many times people have goals, but they have no method to get there. In other words, they have something they want to achieve in life. There's something that's kind of a goal. You know, you, you have some achievement in life and it lingers out there somewhere in the future, but we never quite get there. And here's my problem with goals. You're either on the way to get there or you've achieved it or you've failed completely. I mean, there, there's, there's this place where you get lost. So let's say you decided that you uh, wanted to lose some weight. That's your goal, to lose 15 pounds. And so either you're on the process of that, or you've achieved 15 pounds off, and then, then what after that? Or you never got started. And the problem is that when there's a goal, there's rarely a path to get there that's tied into the goal. I've talked to some people just in this past week about, you know, kind of what are your goals? And and it was interesting uh, because I was with a group of people who were trying to figure out how to bring purpose in their life. And many of them said, oh, I want to write a book. I've got this idea for this book and I want to write a book. And I said, oh, great. What are you doing to get there? And most stared at me blankly and said something about, you know, they knew they needed to maybe make an outline or, or maybe they need to sit down and think about it. They weren't sure what to do about it. And all of those are elements right? The element of writing an outline is important, but that's an element. It's still not a system of how you get that done. Or I talked to somebody, ran into him at the gym, and I said, hey, what's your goal? And he told me his goal was to lift a certain amount of weight. He had, uh, you know, he had a squat weight that he wanted to do, and he had uh, a press weight he wanted to do, and a deadlift weight he wanted to do. And those were in his mind. And, and I said, so good. How are you making progress on that? He said, well, I mean, I realize that I keep doing the same thing. I, you know, I come in, I do my exercise, and, and so I guess I'm really not trying to get to that goal, which is interesting. Because he sure knew in his mind what he wanted. Talked to somebody else and he said, what I would really like to do, here's my goal, a million dollars in the bank. I said, great goal. What are you doing to get there? Well, that's my problem. I'm waiting for that idea that comes along. I'm waiting for something that's going to get me there. And I said, any systems in place to help you do that? No, I just know that that's my goal. That's what I want. Talk to somebody else. Oh, my goal is to run a marathon before I'm 40. I said, great goal. What are you doing to do it? Turned out that he'd been running a little bit, you know, he ran a couple of miles, and, uh, and so he was thinking that, you know, he would just keep doing that. 
So what's the space between where somebody is and the goal they want to achieve? Well, part of it is habit, right? You have to be in the habit of doing something that moves you there. But part of it is a system. And this is the, the place where I think that we have missed the boat in our country because we've been so goal-oriented that we've missed the fact that the important thing is to system-orient, to systematize. A few weeks ago, I was with a group of people who were in the marketing world, and, and they talked about how they were systemizing their process. Last night, I was talking to someone on the phone who uh, was creating uh, some business structures and some ways that the customers come through uh, their business. They're systemizing it. They're making a system for how it happens. And I said, wow, you're putting a lot of work into that. This person had been putting weeks and weeks into creating the system. And he said, yeah, because I know that if I create the system, once it's in place, then it runs. And that's the thing about a system. A system runs on its own. Now, a system is part of what gets us to create a habit. And a habit is what helps that system move towards the goal. And the problem is when we get stuck on waiting for that goal, you know, we have this goal in mind and we think it's going to suddenly mysteriously appear. If we don't have a system, there's nothing to propel us towards that. Having run a marathon, I happen to know that I needed a system to get there. For instance, I needed to have a habit where I was going to run a certain a number of times a week. The system set up how I needed to progress through that. So the system would have me following kind of a method. Now, I was running a trail marathon, and so part of my system was I needed to run on different trails. That was a piece of the puzzle. Part of the system was how many miles I needed to do and how I needed to do it. And if you're familiar with running uh, and training, you know that you, you have some hard days, some long days, some short days, recovery days, and some sprint days, things like that, hill days, that kind of thing. And so I had to have that into my system. And as I created that system, it began to move me towards the goal. But if I got focused on the goal, I'm going to run a marathon, there's this big jump there. What I needed to focus on instead was running the system along the way. So today, my task was to run those miles. Tomorrow, my system was to run that other method. In other words, as long as I was following my system, the goal would get there. I didn't have to worry about the goal. And what I find is so many times we, we run into, we have this goal out there and we run into it and, and we, we kind of duck away from it because it seems so hard. And so if, if you're running, you know, maybe two, three, four miles at a time and you're saying, my goal is to run that 26-mile race, that can be overwhelming. But to say, you know what, this week I'm going to get X number of miles in and I'm going to, to add this many miles to my longest run. And then next week I'm going to back off a little bit, let me, my body recover, run this many miles and add this many in as I go. And it's incremental. That's the nice thing about a system. It's incremental. So how has that system affected my life? Well, one of my systems right now, I'm focused on writing and getting some books out. And the reason I'm focused on that is because I have so many ideas. And there's a part of me recognizing that there's a clock ticking on how I can get those ideas out on paper. It helps me think through it and hopefully helps people in their own life. And so I have a real need to get those books written. And for a long time, I had that need and nothing was happening. So about a year ago, a little over a year ago, I got committed to writing every single day. 
Now, let me tell you, in the past, that is not how I've done the book writing thing. I've gone in fits and spurts. And it dates way back, all the way to writing papers in college, where I should have been pacing it out, but I usually was pulling an all-nighter and forcing it through and hoping that it would get past the professor. Somewhere along the way, it began to be unmanageable to do the night before. Somewhere along the way in graduate school, and I remember when I had to produce that first 150-page document, my thesis for one of my master's, and Suddenly, I couldn't do it. Now, the nice thing about that thesis is I had a very good mentor along the way that said, look, as you're taking classes, write towards your thesis. That was the system, write towards your thesis. And so as I was working in a class, I would aim it towards my thesis. Whatever paper had to be written, I could write it towards my thesis so that at the end, I was basically coming back and taking the research and knowledge that I'd created along the way, along those two-year path, and I was recreating it into a thesis. That worked great. My dissertation was a whole nother thing because I, I was going in a different direction than my classes had allowed. I was trying to, to basically say, this is how I think that therapy needs to work, that pastoral counseling needs to move forward. And so I was creating, in some ways, a manifesto of where I believe things to me, need to move. And I hadn't been able to talk about that much in the classes. And I remember one of my professors, as I had been stumbling through and committing to writing X number of pages in a week and failing to do that and and along and along and along. And so one of my great professors, one of my mentors said, I can tell you how to write the paper. I said, I would love for you to tell me the secret to this. And he said, okay, the way you write your dissertation is you go to the library and you go up to your carol and you pour glue in the seat, sit down and stay and get it written. That was his system. Now, this is a man who, over the course of his career, had written countless books and and papers. And the way he did it is his system was writing 15 pages a day, no matter how long it took. 15 pages a day. So some days, the pages would come fast, and he would be finished by lunch, and he would be done for the day. Sometimes, he would have to go off to his, his actual job, do his job, come home, and finish up, and he would be up late into the night. And the next day, the count started again. Well, if you write 15 pages a day, think about what that looks like in the course of a year. That's about 4,500 to 5,000 pages ready to go. That's easy to write some books. So he was telling me his system was to sit down and do the work. Well, I wasn't ready last year to commit to 15 pages a day. There's just not that much space in a day, but I realized that I could probably get up an hour earlier and write. I haven't been able to do it 100% of the time, In fact, on the day that we're recording this, I wasn't able to do it because I decided that I was too tired when the alarm went off. But for the most part, when I'm not struggling against the alarm, I get up an hour earlier than I used to before my day needs to start, and I write that paper. Now, it also meant that I was going to bed a little bit earlier, but, you know, all I was doing was kind of hanging out and watching a little TV and reading a little bit. So I realized that I could take off some time that was just kind of being burnt and add it to the beginning of my day. And so I began to do that. And here's what happened in the year of doing that, getting up an hour earlier. I wrote five books. And and so while I used that method, it got me exactly where I wanted to, just an hour a day. 
An hour a day got me there. I've done the same thing with exercise to say, you know what, I've got this exercise routine, this system where I'm going to do a half an hour three times a week and I lay out at the beginning of the week how many times I'm going to do it and where I'm going to do that and that allows me the system. And then when I go to the gym, my system follows that process. If you start a diet, let's say you decide you're going to follow the Mediterranean diet or the paleo diet or the keto diet or or some other diet, that's a system of how to eat. And when you follow the system, it's probably going to get you to the goals that you want, even if you set aside the goals you had. So my point of this is to say that goals sometimes are not a, a great way of getting there. Goals are not really a method. They're a destination. And the problem is you either hit it or not. And if you haven't hit it, you're probably going to feel upset about not feeling good about yourself. You know, you're going to be upset that you failed and say, you know, I'm just not good enough for this. What's wrong with me? And then if you do hit it, the question is, what now? I talked with somebody a few months ago that did run a marathon and stopped running the week after. (laughs) Started into recovery and never started running again because his goal was to run a marathon. He ran the marathon and he didn't have anything after that. So sometimes when we hit it, the big question is, well, what now? And so sometimes our goals can reduce our happiness based on whether we hit it or whether we miss it. And so we, we kind of base our hopes and our dreams and our happiness based on that because goals are always delayed gratification. And here's the thing about delayed gratification. <laughs> it's always easy to drop that. It's always easy to say, that's too far off. I give up unless we create the system. Scott Adams, who is the author of Dilbert, or the creator of Dilbert, the comic strip, is somebody who's talked a lot about system because he says you you have to give up your goals completely. Forget the goals and just create systems in your life. This is an approach that I've used for a number of years in different areas. And whenever I want to get somewhere new, I realize that I've got to stop thinking goal and got to start thinking about systems. Systems put the, the steps into place. And so when you follow the system on a daily basis or or on a weekly basis, however that system goes, it moves you towards a new place. You don't have to worry about the goal. It takes care of itself. So when people come to me and say, you know what, I've really got to get back into shape. It's just overwhelming, though. I don't even know how to start. And that's when you lay out the system. Create the system that's simple. And so sometimes I'll talk about the seven-minute workout as a great system to start the process. And then once you've got that under your belt, you know, we can add on some other things, some systems of eating, some systems of exercising a little bit more because the systems get us there. When we get focused on following the system, we don't have to worry about hitting the goal. We're making progress towards that. So if you find yourself frustrated with your goal setting and where you're getting to, my advice Make it a system. Simple system. You can find them anywhere. If you want to run a marathon, there are plenty of programs out there on how to run a marathon, how to get there. If you're wanting to change your diet, find a a book on how to eat differently, how to eat better, and follow that system. If you want to write a book, create a system for how you're going to do it. And then the big thing is following the system. The biggest thing is in your toolkit is to focus on the systems because the systems will create the habits in your life that move you towards where you want to go. This has been helpful. Remember, this is the background of this 
are my 15 strategies to thrive. This is the, the basis of my book, Thrive Principles. The Thrive Principles are the strategies that anyone can use to make sure they build towards a better life. And you can find more about that at thethriveprinciples.com, thethriveprinciples.com, or just drop by your favorite place uh, to buy books and look for Thrive Principles. This is Lee Balkum wishing you the best as you create your thriving life. listening to the Thrivology podcast. Thank you for listening. If you want more information, visit us at thrivology.com or at thrivologymagazine.com. Remember that Thrivology is spelled T H R I V E O L O G Y. It's your life. Time to live it.